on episode number 27 of the To Be Encouraged podcast. This is part two of conversation that Bishop Julius C. Tremble is having on regarding being United Methodist while refuting misinformation. And, and this often happens when churches have eternal splits. Some people are left 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 on their own. No one's caring for those persons. And I'm suggesting that me as, as a bishop and those of us who I work with, we've got to be concerned about people who are who might find themselves in United Methodist deserts, if you will. You are welcome to be encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Tremble. Bishop Tremble is on a mission to encourage you with the love of Jesus Christ so you can rise to your highest potential. On To Be Encouraged, Bishop Tremble speaks to a discouraged world with a good word on the pandemic, racism, the environment, human sexuality, and the state of the church, with a focus on centering your life on the love of Jesus Christ. Has there ever been a more needed time for an encouraging word to our world? This is your time to rise to your greatest potential and to be encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Tremble. If we believe that there's a spiritual warfare thing going on and that this misinformation causes us to kind of look inward and we'll look, we'll look what's wrong with us, do you also think uh, that when there are churches that are active in mission, in uh, uh, in our community in Indianapolis, there are people helping Afghan refugees, for instance, you know, among other things, that people are displaced, but people are engaged actively in mission that they don't really have time to be thinking about what is wrong with us. They are getting about what's right with us and what we can do to share the good news. I'm talking about churches in action, in mission, and going forward. Absolutely, Brad. I think if we first look upward, you know, the psalmist says, I look to the hills from whence cometh my help. My help comes from the Lord. Churches that are able to look upward, both in their worship and their witness and their commitment to Christ and their membership vows. If you look at our membership vows, you once you look upward and you focus on uh, Jesus Christ is our North Star, then 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 you can look out. Then you can work outward. So I think churches that are able to look upward uh, can then work and witness outward. Churches that look inward, you know, then you can only find reasons, you know, to, to argue about, you know, whether it's church use of the building or or something we disagree yeah. about or whether or not gays should be welcomed fully or whether, you know, who's going to heaven and who's going to hell. If we look inward, then then we lose some of that energy and that power uh, and that strength that comes from the guidance of the Holy Spirit to, to be able to witness outwardly. The mm-hmm. church was the only organization that was created by God for people that are not already in the building, who are not already part of it. Yeah. You know, so the church came into being a diverse body if we look at Pentecost and it was it came into being because of the that those who were gathered in prayer looking upward to God 
in order for God to empower us through the Holy Spirit to work outward, as you talked about mm-hmm. in mission. Sure, uh, sure. And how, how much time, Bishop, do we spend in local church board meetings arguing about painting the bathroom different colors or what have you, or at annual conference or at general conference about things that don't matter all that much in the sense, you know, it's kind mm-hmm. of the break. We chase our mm-hmm. tails, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And we've got to keep after the, the main thing. And I, you mentioned one of your articles recently, we touched a little bit about refugees. People are feeling kind of lost in the midst of this upheaval that we're in, you know, where's upheaval in the world and upheaval in our church and helping people find, uh, find their way. And I think that's a part of the story, helping refugees find a place to go. Yeah. Some people are critical a bit critical, and I, I don't think maybe rightfully so, of the use of the term refugees. And I recognize that, you know, there are refugees that are, that are you know, suffering, refugees who are, who are fleeing uh, uh, violence in Central, uh, in Central America. Uh, there are refugees who are, who are fleeing war-torn areas in Ukraine uh, and Somalia, Sudan. Uh, so I, I recognize their refugees are fleeing famine, but but the term refugees are persons who have been displaced mm-hmm. uh, and are seeking safety. In this case, uh, United Methodist refugees. When there's a split in the church, or there's division, uh, and this often happens when churches have internal splits, some people are left uh, left left on their own. No one's caring for those persons, and I'm suggesting that me as, as a bishop and those of us who I work with. We've got to be concerned about people who are who might find themselves in United Methodist deserts, if you will, mm-hmm. where there maybe their churches or several churches in a county have decided no longer to be United Methodist. But some people may say, I still want to exercise my my spiritual muscles, if you will, and I still want to find community in the church that I've been part of, the United Methodist Church. So it's a difficult time. It's a sure. time that I think we need to be compassionate but also be committed to those persons. So, so that uh, there may well, be le- refugees are left. So Jesus left to say left the 99 to go find the one. So whether we, whether we, a church might vote uh, 80% to leave and 20% say, Hey, we still want to stay yeah. or, mo- or even more than that may want to, we still would like to be part of the United Methodist witness. Well, if memory uh, serves from my biblical studies, there is a time when Jesus himself was a refugee, and certainly welcoming of the refugees was a a part of the biblical message and our Christian message. And I believe it should be a part of what we are about as the church now to help find people who are displaced to find a place, Mm -hmm. and those who find comfort and succor in the United Methodist Church can continue to do so. you agree? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, Bishop, what's your, uh, you know, we've had some good conversation here about some deep uh, <laughs> spiritual matters, spiritual warfare, and so on, and about the situation of misinformation, which is not only a church deal, that's a, you know, and the body politic and everything else out there. Uh, and yet God is still God. I know you like to, to share that a lot. So what is your encouraging word today to a world that does deal with misinformation and things that are uh, want to divide us i think we ought to be reminded that jesus says i have come that you may have life uh so jesus is a life giver uh and a death destroyer so jesus is a life giver and which says i may have that you come to have life and as you said brad abundantly a lot of translations say or life in its fullness 
So I think we can really experience the fullness of life with Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. But we also ought to be transmitters of the joy that comes uh, from walking alongside others. Uh, you know, I don't have enough energy to be enemies with people. Uh, I, I need to reserve my energy in order that I might be really a, 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 a light reflector. You know, Jesus said, you know, we are to be salt and light, but I think we really ought to be light. We're reflecting the light of Jesus Christ. So my prayer is that as I walk this journey of life and as others who are hearing this podcast, as we walk the journey of life, we might be light reflectors uh, mm. and we might we might uh, exemplify and, and multiply. I, I heard a gospel song that just was inspiring me. It was called Positive. Uh, positive and how we might we might reflect the positive light of Jesus Christ. Mm, what a place to to c- c- conclude our conversation here uh, today about being reflectors of Jesus Christ. And so always a good word from Bishop Julius C. Trumbull here on the To Be Encouraged podcast, which is all about giving an encouraging word to a discouraged world. Thank you for joining us today. This was uh, part two of a two-part series of episodes regarding being United Methodist while, while refuting uh, misinformation that Bishop Trumbull shared with us uh, today. If you'd like to listen to part one of Bishop Trumbull's commentary about misinformation, you can go to tobeencouraged.com slash episodes slash 026. That's episode 26 of the To Be Encouraged podcast. It's always a pleasure to be with you here on the To Be Encouraged podcast with Bishop Julius C. Tribble. I'm your co-host, Reverend Dr. Brad Miller. Consider yourself encouraged and appreciated for listening to Be Encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Trimble. Now, please share the blessing and encourage others in your life to listen to Be Encouraged. You can do just that by pointing your people to the website tobeencouraged.com. That's T O B E. E-N-C-O-U-R-A-G-E-D dot com or connect through Apple Podcast where you can follow, rate, and review To Be Encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Trimble. When you do that, you're doing your part to bring a good word to a discouraged world. Remember to listen next week to Be Encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Trimble and never forget, God loves you. And there's nothing you can do about it.